This is Creating Consciousness, a podcast reflecting back to you the energies of your subconscious through tarot, channeling, and spiritual guidance. I'm Rebecca Weirman, intuitive, spiritual coach, and energy worker. You found this podcast because it's the next step in your healing journey. Together, we will explore the depths of your subconscious to awaken and welcome this consciousness. Hello, Conscious Creators. Welcome back to another episode of Creating Consciousness. I am so happy you're here, tuning in and showing up for your highest self. I felt so good after just opening up and being vulnerable on the podcast last week. So today, it is my goal to create that same space a space for where you can open up and be vulnerable as well. And that's why for today's episode, I will be giving a reading for the collective, the collective creating consciousness listeners. It's been a while since I have given you a reading and I felt deeply called to do it this week. In fact, this week has been one of the busiest weeks of my life and my business. And I am so freaking grateful, but Busy does come with a price, and that's what I'm realizing. Busy comes with sometimes neglecting yourself. And that's why I am recording this episode live from my bathtub. Yes, I'm sure you can hear the water in the background. I'm recording live from my bathtub because I hosted three Akashic Records ceremonies today, one for a retreat, one for a private group, and then for this consciousness, I held a group virtual ceremony, and I finished that and just collapsed. I was so tired. I went and I treated myself to a big meal because I needed it, and then the first thing my intuition told me as I was driving home was, get in the bathtub, and I was like, uh... I need to finish the podcast episode for tomorrow. And Spirit was like, get in the bathtub. I was like, okay, okay, Spirit, we'll compromise. So here I am, laptop propped on the toilet, microphone propped up on the squatty potty, and me in a tub full of water. I'm not even embarrassed. But I am realizing as I am saying this all out loud that this is probably not a good idea. Uh, Number one, because tech equipment near water, not good. And number two, Spirit was clearly telling me it was time for me. And I am disobeying Spirit's orders by doing this. So I'm going to get out of the bath. Well, first, I'm going to enjoy myself in the bath. And then I'm going to get out and finish this episode, finish the intro, finish the outro, put it all together so you can hear the reading that I have channeled for you. (laughs) I'll catch you once I'm out of the tub. You have no idea how much I needed that. So thank you. I appreciate you so much. And because of it, let's just get right in today's episode. There is no need for any extra fluff. Let me just give you the reading you are meant to hear. This is a reading about moving through what we are experiencing right now. 
we're going to be addressing one singular theme, looking at our present influences, our past influences, and a course of action we can take, including our hopes and fears and how those affect our course of action, as well as a positive outcome and a shadow outcome. Because remember, the tarot is not a future-telling tool. It is a tool that reflects back to you the energies of your subconscious. So the first card I pulled for you today is the lovers. This is your theme card. So of course, the lovers right off the bat tells us a lot of information that we need to know. But something about this card was telling me to pull some clarification cards because I wasn't feeling this had to do anything to do with romantic love. And it's true. It doesn't. The lovers is showing up to help us see where we need to be giving ourselves more love. I pulled two clarifiers and funny enough, the first clarifier is the sun And the second clarifier is the Ten of Swords. So on one side, we have this aim, we have this hope, this desire to give ourselves all the love we deserve, to put ourselves first fully, and to just be immersed in the gift of being us. But then on the other side, there is this feeling of guilt, this feeling of, well, if I put myself first, are people going to perceive me as narcissistic? I mean, let's be honest, you're scrolling through your For You page on TikTok and every other video is about narcissism and then every other video is about ADHD. Yeah, same. That's what my For You page looks like. But I bring this up because we can get so caught up in our head about how others are going to perceive us when we try to live authentically. And it's so interesting. I'm being called to share the story right now. As I was driving home from one of my ceremonies today, I started to realize how as I lean more into the parts of me that I have seen as cringy, the more accepting I become of myself. Another way of looking at this is the more I lean into my shadow, I am able to stand firmly in who I am. And it seems as if people have more understanding about who I am as well. I just embrace myself fully. And it's so wonderful too, because I've had people tell me recently that I am just so authentically me, which holy shit, that's the biggest fucking compliment you could give me. So thank you. My ego hears you and my higher self hears you, but my ego definitely hears you more. Um, I'm just going to be completely honest about that. But the more you can show up and lean into who you actually are, the more love you have for yourself. You are able to enter the territory of the sun and you're able to disconnect from the energy of the Ten of Swords, which is like decay, death. Ew, it just, the Ten of Swords energy makes me feel icky and sticky, really. But the sun is like the drying of that stickiness and the lovers is the reminder that I am in direct union with myself and I am able to have so much compassion for myself. Now, as I move into the second card that I pulled to answer the question about our present influences, the card I pulled is the eight of wands. So right now in your life, things could feel as if they are moving so 
swiftly, that you don't even have any time to tune into yourself. And something that I always harp on with clients and friends who say that they just don't have the time to show up for themselves is, yes, you do. You don't have to be doing what every other influencer on social media is doing. You don't have to have a morning routine where you wake up at 5 a.m. and get on your Peloton and sit in meditation for an hour and drink a green juice and then do a colonic and yada, yada, yada. You don't need to do any of that because you know what? At the end of the day, most of that isn't going to be authentic to what you need. You need to find a routine that is going to help you bring in love for yourself. And part of that is tuning into what yourself is asking of you. So lean into the idea of you supporting yourself through a ritualized routine in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening and allowing that to be time you carve out to honor yourself fully. Now, as I talk about this, When we think about routines, we think of like long things. And I had mentioned like the influencer on social media and their routine. Well, fuck him at the end of the day. I'm so sorry to say that, but your routine only has to be 10 minutes. Now, I pulled another clarifier here and it's interesting because the Son of Swords is coming up and, you know... I'm just going to be honest with you here. It's an energy that I was not expecting to see or come up in this reading. But we love that. We love a challenge. We love a different perspective. And with the Son of Swords coming up, it's almost as if you're fighting for your routine, for your time, for yourself. And know that this is a fight that is worth fighting for. It is a cause worth fighting for and know that you should always fight for things you deserve and caring for yourself and loving yourself is something that you deserve. Years ago, when I was in this state of self-abandoning, I would see people take baths and I would say, that's not self-care, which, uh, yes, it is self-care. Who the fuck am I to say that it's not? But I think what I can stand by in me saying that in the past is that it's a reward for giving yourself the care. Because if you've listened to any other episode of this podcast, I always talk about self-care being the actual work that you do to get to your subconscious or unconscious mind. It's doing the shadow work. It's giving yourself the reading to reflect back the energies to you. And the bath is your reward. The chocolate bar is your reward, which, again, you are so deserving of. But allow yourself to put in that work first. Get to the root and understand why things are a certain way and then reward yourself. Plus, we all love a little bit of a dopamine hit. Now, as we move in to card number three, are past influences that could be affecting our current state. We have the three of wands. And when this comes up, or at least the way I'm seeing it now, is us 
always being in the state of envisioning more for ourselves, but never actually taking the action or taking the step to start. Or maybe we do and it's short-lived. And that's because something else beyond our control comes in and throws us off track or throws us, us and throws us off course. And when that happens, I want to let you know that you are being called to up level. You are being thrown something to, to help you understand that even when life throws you curveballs, you are still able to stick to your routine and honor yourself. And so we have the wheel of fortune coming up to show that there is an interconnectedness of all things. So if things aren't going according to plan right now, look at the curveballs that are being thrown at you. Think of these curveballs as the shadow and understand why the shadow is coming up so you can step into the light. It really is simple. But it just requires you to carve out the time to look at it and address it head on. But I know that when you actually take the time to do so, things are going to be revealed to you and it's going to be incredibly insightful. As I move into card number four, your course of action, how you move through this theme this theme of self-abandonment, this theme of learning how to love yourself. We have the Father of Cups coming up. And the depiction of the Father of Cups in the Way Home Tarot might be one of my all-time favorite depictions because honestly, it is all over the place in the sense that he's upside down, topsy-turvy, There's this groundedness, yet there's this deep, deep well of emotion within that grounded center to the point where sometimes that water can like get within that soil and loosen up the root structure. So what this tells us is that in order to overcome these feelings of neglect and self-abandonment and really step into this place of divine love, you have to be willing to face your attachment wounds. And if that's something you're interested in learning more about, head to the episode of Creating Consciousness with Tara Newton-Gill where we discuss attachment theory as shadow work. Uh, It will blow your mind if you haven't listened to it already. And if you have listened to it, why not listen to it again for a little refresher? It will be incredibly helpful. But you are also being called to lean into your emotions. When you are experiencing grief, when you are experiencing heaviness, even when you are experiencing pure bliss and joy, you need to lean into what you are feeling. Not to the point where it like overwhelms you, but lean in enough so you're able to identify the feeling and learn what it is teaching you. Because the father of cups is a man, and I apologize for using the binary, but that's the best way I can describe it right now. The father of cups is a man who is in tune with his emotions. Now, when we look at the stereotype of man, we don't usually see a man who's in tune with his emotions. So the father of cups is this energy 
of us embracing that masculine container for that feminine energy to flow. There's something so nurturing and maternal about the masculine energy of the Father of Cups, but you need to be able to ground into it in order to really thrive in that space. I also just pulled the Two of Cups for further clarification. And this really asks you to find a team within yourself. This is part of the plan. Sometimes you have to be alone long enough to understand that the biggest, most important team member you have on your side is you. Because you are not just a human body. You are a spiritual being. You are an emotional being. And there's so much more to you than this physical vessel. And know that you are still divinely connected to your intuitive self, to your highest self, through things that are unseen. Things that you can't identify with just with our five senses. There is more to you and you have that connection. You just need to be able to call upon it. And anyone can do it. Me, you, your third grade math teacher, your college professor, your neighbor from five years ago. Anyone can tap into their psychic abilities. Anyone can tap into their spiritual team. You just have to be willing to receive. It is that simple. But you also have to be willing to understand and learn what the translations are because things aren't literal when dealing with the other side, with the intuitive world or the energy systems. You have to be willing to interpret And that is part of the fun. That is part of the journey. So take that energy and apply it to learning more about your emotions and your feelings. Now, as it comes to your hopes and fears, there is a lot of fear. And I think this comes back to the way others perceive you. But it's also this fear of what if I don't like the person I become? Or I actually, I guess that's not the best way of putting it. It's more so, what if I miss the person I used to be? And oof, I feel you. I sometimes look back at pictures of me two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, hell, even 10 years ago. And I'm like, wow, I really miss that girl. She was so fun. She was so creative. She was so loving and free-spirited. She was a fucking rebel and did what she wanted to do. But I realize that those are all still parts of me. And these parts of me may have been even further embedded into my subconscious as I moved away from them. So they've had time to embed into my shadow and I don't want to accept those parts of me anymore. But in order to get them back, in order to embrace the next evolution of me, in order for you to embrace the next evolution of you, you have to be able to love and grieve the parts of yourself that you no longer carry with you consciously. It's hard. But when you take the time to do it, those fears turn into a state of hope. 
you have this new understanding and a new perspective that can help you move forward. And it is so incredibly beautiful. And the cards here that help give me this message, I can't remember if I said them or not, but it was the Five of Swords and the Ace of Wands. And I especially love that we have the Ace of Wands here after the Five of Swords because the Five of Swords is like, holy fuck, I am stuck. And the Ace of Wands is saying, hey, or sorry, the Ace of Swords is saying, hey, get out of your own head. You're in your own way. That is the only thing that's stopping you. Ground down, return to center, come back to your divine line, and you're good to go. It's going to take some work. It's going to take forward momentum, but you are more than capable. And what I absolutely love out of this is that the positive outcome card we have pulled is the magician. Duality, balance, having every single tool in the toolkit that you need to continue learning and growing and teaching and being you, the amazing being that you are. However, I wouldn't be me if I didn't mention that the magician also has some shadow elements to him. The magician although they have all the tools that they need, they can often fall into a lack mindset. They can often play different characters, which isn't a bad thing, but they can get so lost in these characters that they can become manipulative. And when that starts happening, it's like this new journey, this new cycle that starts happening and it can completely alter the timeline. So in order to really harness the magician in the fullest of light energy, which is what we want to do when we embrace the positive outcome of a reading, we have to be able to understand where that shadow is and hold that vision of the shadow so we can consciously understand when we are slipping into it. It's like having a boundary for yourself, which that's going to have to be a topic for a whole nother episode. But recognizing the shadow in the cards you pull can help be this conscious imprint or connection to helping you achieve what you want without crossing the line into something that is super egoic. And finally, the shadow outcome that we pulled is the fool. I think it is wonderful that the fool came up as the shadow card because it comes before the magician in the tarot. Magician is the first card and fool is the zero card. And I always like to look at the fool as the space that is created for a manifestation to come through. And so the magician is doing every little thing that it can to bring something to life, whereas the fool creates the space, but sometimes gets stuck in the space. And so as you are on this journey of tuning into yourself, loving yourself, accepting yourself, and returning to this place of fullness within the self, 
remember that you are on a journey and that you have the ability to start over anytime you please. But let me please remind you that if something shifts while you are on this path, don't think that you have to start all over from the beginning. That is something that we can get so caught up in is, okay, I've done this much work. I'm going to have to start over because I messed up and I didn't give myself grace. No. You can pause. You can settle in. You can reflect. And you can learn. Without having to start over and experience the fool's journey again. The fool is the fool for a reason, not because you're a fool. You are a magnificent being, but the fool is a fool because they're naive. They don't apply their past lessons to their current situation. And if this reading has really told us anything, it is to apply those past lessons to your current situation so you can continue growing and evolving because you deserve growth. It's part of your life's lesson, your life's journey. So embrace it. Find that team member within yourself and cultivate that relationship. Know that it's going to move fast and know that if things seem like they're coming off track or moving off course, know that you are in complete control of getting it back on track, whether that is through surrendering or whether that's through making a decision. But only you know that. I won't know that. No other psychic medium would be able to know that. A trip to the Akashic Records won't tell you what to do. Because here's the thing. You, you have free will. And if any spiritual practitioner is telling you exactly what you need to do, I ask you to think twice before trusting. But if it's an exercise, then go for it. An exercise can never hurt. But if someone else is trying to make life decisions for you, I invite you and give you permission to return to yourself. I really hope that the messages in today's reading have provided you with a fresh perspective, new insight, something that you can carry with you for today, tomorrow, perhaps the next week or the next month. And know that I am here if you have any questions. I love communicating with you all over Instagram DMs, but my personal favorite is email. I love email. So be sure to head to the show notes to gain access to a ton of my email list freebies. These range from shadow work prompts to get you started, five tarot spreads to bring your shadow to light, and other freebies down there for you so you can begin your healing journey if you haven't already. And know that if you sign up for my email list as well, you will get exclusive updates and access to all things new over at Creating Consciousness and This Consciousness, our parent company. I love you all, and I'll leave you with this. Remember, you are loved. You are supported. You are divinely guided and you are creating consciousness. I'll be back soon with a new episode for you. Until then, conscious creators. (laughs) 